0: On today's episode, we have another episode of Ask Me Anything. I, Coach G, have no idea what's about to happen, but that's exciting. Dallas has the questions queued up. Hopefully, I've got some great answers. Tune in to find out what happens on this episode of the podcast.
1: Welcome to the CrossFit Edwardsville Community Podcast, where we hear and learn from our coaches, CrossFitters, and Glen Ed community leaders. Now, here are your hosts, Dallas and Greg. Uh, what is up everybody? Welcome to the CrossFit Edwardsville Community Podcast. I'm your co-host Dallas Amston. I'm coming at you from Sunnyside if you're watching the video version. I'm hanging out on my porch today because it's beautiful spring day. Amazing. With me as always, Coach G, G-Scale. How you doing brother?
0: I'm good. I'm hanging out adjacent to my porch right here. I got That's there. true. I
1: can see the light coming in but it's, I'm like having to bathe in it. It's it's that kind of day for me. So, uh, oh, that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm excited to have this conversation again. Uh, it is the coach ask G anything, the ask me anything, ask G scale anything. And A-G-A. Uh, there you go, the AGA instead of the AMA. Um, he, everybody listening, he has no idea what's about to come at him. Uh, but we just want to learn. G, my hope is to maybe learn a little bit more about you um, and to maybe get a story or two out of you. So, Um, last time in the last, ask me anything, we kind of talked a little bit about the history of you. So here, and some of your core values and things like that. Here's a straight up one you've been doing. You just told me that you have been doing CrossFit as of May 1st. It was your, how many years? 15, 15 15 years anniversary of doing CrossFit as of May 1st. So, so you are now entering into your sixth year of this, I'm going to flat out ask you, what is to this day the most difficult exercise for you still? The most
0: exercise or workout?
1: No, no, no. Just like a technique, the most difficult exercise, movement, rep, etc. What's the most difficult one for you? Where when you see it on the board, you're kind of like, ah, I know you don't think, ah, crap, but you think, ah, those.
0: <laughs> well, the... I have an answer and I hope it's not a I hope it's not a, a anticlimactic answer, but so God didn't make me with a whole <laughs> lot of concentric strength. Like if I'm starting from a very static position, yeah, I'm not great at moving a heavy weight from a starting static position. So if it's like a super heavy single deadlift or, um, bench presses those two movements for me i'm not amazing at those movements am i strong on them yeah compared to like any average gym goer i'm gonna do just fine but here in crossfit world there are so many dudes that can run circles around me especially with the bench press it's probably like on bench 60 percent of the dudes in the gym outlift me on that i'm just not super amazing on bench press the good news is um can still build some pretty great chest muscle. Yeah. Not doing bench presses, doing all kinds sure. of other exercises.
1: Okay. So is there, um, so then you, you asked kind of another question on that, which was, uh, you know, this is a question we asked our, our, we ask our guests all the time when they're on the podcast, which is of all the workouts you've logged, what's one of the highlight ones for you that when you see it coming up, you get excited about doing it.
0: You know, if you had asked me that question, five six years ago i think my answer would be different my my absolute favorite workouts are the ones that are super heavy super high skill super low volume so have you ever heard of the workout known as king kong
1: i don't know that one no what is for for me as well as everyone else what is that one
0: so that's, this is a real throwback. This is reaching way back into CrossFit history, in the early days of CrossFit. There was a CrossFit workout known as King Kong. Yeah. Super heavy, super high skill, super low volume, and the workout is as follows: It's three rounds for time. Okay. I have to I want to be sure I get this right. It's one deadlift, five hundred pounds. Two, ring muscle-ups. Three, handstand push-ups. Four, squat cleans with the bar loaded to 250 pounds. Three yep. rounds for time.
1: Yep, I'm, look, I, I'm looking at that one. It is a benchmark wad. Again, I'm going to read those off for everybody because uh, they're kind of insane. Um If it loads, so everybody was listening to this going, all right, so it's three rounds, four time, one deadlift. Actually, standard RX is 455. I stand corrected,
0: 455. Uh, 455
1: Mm -hmm. for men, 320 for women, then two muscle-ups, three squat cleans at 250 for men, 175. Yep, three squat cleans at 250 for men, 175 for women, and then four handstand push-ups. So it's, it's it's a one, two, three, four. In, in a round. So one deadlift, two muscle ups, three squat cleans, four handstand push-ups. Uh, I can That's see style. Oh. That yeah.
0: style of workout is my absolute favorite. Super heavy, super high scale, super low volume. Now, to be very clear, I've yeah. never done that workout as written. <laughs> <laughs> my deadlift, my squat clean. Well, I like, I've deadlifted low force and I've I've squat-cleaned um, 300 pounds. Okay. I've never done that workout exactly as written. I could do the gymnastics as written. Another workout that falls neatly into this category yeah. is the workout known as Amanda. Amanda okay. was named okay. after a, a CrossFitter who, uh, who died of cancer. And it's 975. Nine, Ring muscle ups, nine okay. squat snatches at 135, one thirty-five, seven-seven-five-five. 5. Super okay. high skill, heavy, super low volume. Love sure. those sure. workouts. Understand that they're not necessarily the workouts that play to my strengths the best, but I just no. Love but you love
1: a workout. you love a challenge like that.
0: I love a challenge like that. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely.
1: Okay. It's funny because I would have thought the opposite girl wand from King Kong would have been like the Faye Dunaway. Or something like that. I would anyway. Yeah. Old movie reference. Um, so all right. So those are ones that you love. What about the one that has been the most? Um, it's the most grueling on you. It's the one where it leaves you in a pile of sweat on the floor, going. Uh, you know, I remember you know Glassman years ago saying, uh, "What is he, the reason he names the wads after names them girl wads?" Is because and you know this story as well, right? Yeah you want to say it
0: yeah so the reason he names <laughs> certain workouts after girls is that it, it it would it could only be a female that could leave you laid out on your back completely out of it wondering what the hell just happened
1: <laughs> yeah yeah so sexist language aside we so. do appreciate that um, but but the question is which which girl wads have left you like you just went through a storm of a relationship?
0: Yeah, uh, Fran is my least favorite workout of all time.
1: All right, and for people listening, talk them through that one. What's Fran the rest scheme on that? Twenty-one
0: thrusters, twenty-one pull-ups, fifteen thrusters, fifteen pull-ups, nine and nine. It's it's short, it's fast, yeah. it's savage, it's brutal. It's it's actually not heavy. Yeah, or like the movements are not necessarily extremely difficult. It's just the combination of them is an extremely it, it'll knock anybody onto sure. their bottom. Well, that's, that's I've I've always up.
1: liked the twenty-one, fifteen, nine rep schemes. I've mm-hmm. always bec- there's something about that mentally, they're easy to break up if you can't do them all unbroken. Right, like you can think through. Okay, I'm going to have to break this up twice, or what? What's the rep scheme going to be? So that's kind of a easy math. As you know, CrossFit's hard math is harder for most of us. Um, but but that's an easy rep scheme for me to wrap my brain around. Um, So the rep scheme isn't the thing that bugs me on that. I don't, I don't have the skill. I mean, in the time, in the time cap to do it RX. Sure. You know, but why, why does that one do that to you?
0: I've done that workout so many times, so many different variations of it that I know the only way that I'm going to do the workout faster is if I just am more willing to dig deep and suffer and that's not a, that's not an exciting <laughs> prospect for a workout. But the, the hardest workouts, the absolute hardest workouts I've ever done are not actually named benchmark workouts. They're imams, Every minute on the minute style workouts. Okay. Where you have to complete a certain task every minute on the minute. Yeah. And what happens is as you fatigue, you, your rest time becomes less and less and less and the, yep. the fight becomes more and more psychological. Now, for the same reason that those workouts are difficult, they're also the most character-building, in many ways, yeah. the most rewarding because yeah. it really, really pushes you to your limits. Yeah. But yet, emam workouts... The, the more you know, the, the deeper you get into CrossFit, the, the more you recognize that EMOMs can be the most, absolutely the most brutal experiences. Yeah. You want a, one of the hardest workouts possible, a well-designed EMOM is the hardest workout possible, I think.
1: Yeah, I can see that. Um, I know the feeling of looking up going like, I'm not even going to finish this before the top of the minute. So I'm going to get zero rest here before I pick up that jump rope or before I get back on that barbell or whatever it is, or God forbid the assault bike. Um, so yeah, I know that feeling. I know, I know that feeling well. Um, all right. So shifting away from the CrossFit thing, but maybe not, maybe, you know, let's, let's learn a little bit more about G the man. All right. Mm -hmm. Is that cool? So, so you have been, you've been an entrepreneur for 20 years now, 20 years. Yeah. 20 years now. Um, as an entrepreneur, Share with us your biggest win, like that big, like, man, this is a hang my hat on this moment sort of memory as an entrepreneur.
0: You know, I don't know if it's a a single event or moment as much as it is a skill set that I've developed. So it's really important that our audience knows I'm a complete and total introvert. Yeah. And I was homeschooled growing up and we didn't really interact with others a whole lot. I had friends. Occasionally we would branch out and go to homeschooling events. But I spent a lot of my youth completely on my own reading books, total bookworm. And as I fast forward to now, I feel like the way that being an entrepreneur, being in business for yourself pushes you to develop skills that you have to develop in yeah. order to succeed and thrive. 100%. And for me, the skill of public speaking, maybe the skill of, of selling, where having a high degree of emotional intelligence, a yeah. high degree of understanding of human psychology. That is, I think what I'm Maybe the most proud of because it's the the most foreign, the most alien, the thing that is the furthest cry from what I was when I was a teenager. Hmm. I didn't have any of those skills whatsoever. I was terrified of human interaction. Yeah, terrible social anxiety. Public speaking was out of the question. <laughs> even even going into a room where I did I, maybe I knew a bunch of people but yeah. the, the, this crippling fear that i can't hold a conversation because i couldn't mm. i did not have that skill i had to learn it it's what's crazy is how long it took i remember when i went to grad school back in 2008 even then i didn't really have those skills yeah. that was where i really started i started pushing myself to develop those things i started working on public speaking going to toastmasters intentionally trying to develop
1: people skills. Boy, if only skills. you had known me before you went to Toastmasters, G. No, you'd have, fi- you'd have fixed me up in a hurry. I would have said, don't waste your time on Toastmasters. Let me teach you real techniques of communication <laughs> and persuasion.
0: <laughs> you, 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 could have, you could have fixed uh, my, my broke-ass skill set way faster, Dallas. <laughs> Where were you 20 years ago?
1: <laughs> uh, uh... Yeah, we don't even need to talk about that. I was just getting married. That's what I was at that point. Well, that that's cool. That's really um I think that's a really insightful thing to think about as far as um much like in CrossFit, right? We're we're constantly developing and honing skills. We're trying to get a little bit more mobile in the way that we move and in the way that we think in our world. So I think I think that's a really powerful insight that you have there. So so share with me then like the biggest fail like the whoosh, which we know as entrepreneurs, we know failure is an opportunity to learn. But what was that right. hand, hand, you know, palm to face moment where you're like, "I should have known better," or "Gosh, this was a big fail." And almost like, don't beat yourself up. Think of it like not a highlight reel, but a blooper reel. What was that funny moment for you?
0: I don't know if there's a a blooper reel. I've screwed oh, up. Oh, really? So then many... you
1: haven't been doing it long enough because I can give you some bloopers.
0: Well, it's, <laughs> let me put it this way: maybe it's not there aren't like hilarious things that come to mind it's i've screwed up every single thing every single way hired completely the wrong people for jobs my wife was like you should not trust this person this person is bad news i'm like no i got a got a good feeling about this one completely disregarding her female intuition only to find out like that the person that we hired was completely not the person that i thought they were sure um We've made that mistake, bunches okay. of times. I've crashed and burned on like selling opportunities more times than I can count. Yeah. I've, you know, here's one. Actually, we all it,
1: it, we've all crashed and burned on selling opportunities. Oh, like tremendous! I'll just like I, I literally looked at somebody that. sometime one time. I looked at them and I go, hey, we both know this isn't going to happen would you like me to continue or should we just shake hands and i leave <laughs> that literally you know occurred what?
0: so here's one and i am like super not proud of this but this was this was at the time just a super catastrophic pr fail yeah so in the 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 very last year that we ever hosted the fittest team in the metro east competition the ftme which yeah. is a three-person team competition that we had here yeah. at CrossFit Edwardsville. We were drawing the best, the most amazing athletes from all around the area to come and compete this event, teams of three. And we had the scaled dudes. We had the yeah. the, the RX dudes. We had the scaled females, the RX females. And we were the first to feature the women the rx females as the main act they were the stars in my mind i still feel today like the rx females are truly the most impressive in crossfit because what they can do is further outside the norm compared to regular gals than having a lot of amazing guys so I, i always had the guys be the opening act for the girls, sure. and the women's RX was the stars of the show. And yeah. that was that always landed really, really well. The trouble with women's RX is that it is the they are the rarest of all birds. Sure. There are yeah. not a whole lot of RX females out there. Lots and lots. And by the way, if you're not familiar with the CrossFit terminology, RX is the intermediate to depending on how you look at it, elite level of CrossFitters. RX men. High level CrossFitters, RX men, high level, high-level uh, female CrossFitters. There are far fewer RX females than RX men.
1: Yeah.
0: So the I remember there was like one year where there was like maybe maybe four. Yeah. You know, the last year, the one in question, four, maybe five women's RX teams. Very small division, 15 total signups. By comparison, there's like 60 plus men. There were Rx men that signed up? So it's okay. this many dudes paying to compete in the event, this many females Got paying it. to compete in the event. And I made the decision uh,
1: <laughs>
0: that the prize payouts were going to be different for the men's division. Oh, and the, and the women's division. So when and everybody knew there' was gonna be like there's a total prize purse of so many thousands of dollars yeah gonna be paid out to the winners of the event, I believe that the assumption was that it was gonna be the same payouts yeah for the guys and the gals. but in my mind at that time, there were this many guys that had paid to be in the event. So the payout should be bigger so on the, the men's the, side. The
1: pool was bigger to draw from The pool from was the, bigger. Yeah, and yeah.
0: The, on the women's side, oh, there were fewer girls. So the payout. You chauvinist.
1: The, the you sho- you chauvinist.
0: The big prize check, <laughs> check for the guys was, I, I don't remember the amount. It was it was this much money yeah. for the men's winning team. Oh. And it was this much money for the yeah. women's yeah. winning team team and the women were not even <laughs> off the podium before the PR debacle had begun
1: oh yeah it was,
0: oh it was a shit show dude like oh man. yeah Was it was like I was getting so much hate from so many angles. Sure. They're like, how could you do this? I'm like, literally, what we paid out to the girls was three times what the all of them paid in combined. Yeah. Like that was my rationalization, my justification. But like nobody was seeing eye to eye with me about that. Looking back, I get it. They were right, I was wrong. Right. At the time, wow, PR fail. Yeah. I I tried to 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 rectify the situation and do right by them yeah. and i'm like hey i want to make up the difference i'm gonna put you guys a check you're gonna get paid the same as the guys i want to make this right right they took that but still the pr damage was done like yeah they were not okay with me at all they were all absolutely furious at me sure. and probably some of them probably still are to this day
1: well, we'll we'll ask her. No. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, no, that's a definitely a fail. But uh you know, sometimes oh. when you when you lose those PR battles, it's really hard getting the market share back. I'm not referencing anything right now, by the way, everybody. Um <laughs> so yeah, I right. screwed
0: that all the way up. That's a big I own one. it. I yeah, own no, it.
1: and you own it. That's good, man. All right. So a couple of quick hits for you. Sure. Favorite movie.
0: Terminator 2, Judgment Day. Easiest question you've asked me.
1: All right. Favorite book. Favorite nonfiction and favorite fiction.
0: Favorite fiction. I'll say The Born Identity by Robert Ludlum. Okay. All right. Favorite nonfiction is harder to answer because so many books have changed my life. Yeah. If I really thought about it, took a little extra time to think it through, I'd probably have a different answer. But the one that comes to mind first is the four hour work week by Tim Ferriss.
1: Yep. Well, I would think that would probably be it. You've, you, you reference that one more than I hear you reference most. Um, so obviously, marketing, sales, things like that are subjects you love to learn about. What is any non business subject you like to learn about?
0: A non business subject. Right now, gardening.
1: Okay. And,
0: Getting getting skills at firearms and hand to hand like combat. Okay. Is not fitness, yeah, you said, right? Not fitness. We, we,
1: we know we know uh, from from the last episode. You said be harder to kill. Be harder uh, to kill. Is, is yeah. kind of one of your main values and your motto. All right. So, quick question for you then. And you know this question. You know it because you ask it a lot. In the true spirit of Tim Ferriss, if you could get one message. Out to millions of people or to put it another way if you could have a billboard that all these people would see what would be that motto that slogan that billboard to the world what is coach g greg skelly's message to the world
0: if you'd asked me this question a couple of years ago five years ago i think my answer would be different Somebody once said, and it resonated with me, and to this day, I love this quote, nobody owes you anything. Yeah. Nobody owes you anything. When you really sit and think on that one, it changes how you approach all of life, and it changes how you treat people around you. If you believe your wife does not owe you anything, if you believe your boss does not owe you anything, They just, you treat them differently. There's a level of respect and esteem and gratitude that comes through in your behavior that I think is life transforming. That one, that's an important message. I think that the world, if if fewer people had a sense of entitlement and more people had an overwhelming sense of gratitude for the insane amounts of opportunity and blessing we have in this incredible country, God bless America, best country on the planet, That'd be my answer five years ago, but I think that asking me right here today, I think there's an even more important message, and I think that my message might just be Jesus or mm. Jesus saves, because even more than a, a transformation of perspective, I think that most people, they need Jesus because yeah. he leads to... That transformation in perspective, like when he becomes your Lord and savior and the leader of your life, all that stuff about nobody owes you anything falls into place. You recognize God does not owe me anything. My parents don't owe me anything. The schools don't owe me anything. The government doesn't owe me anything. It leads to a a, a level of, it's just, it's a different perspective and Okay. The Lord, the you know, the Lord, best thing ever happened to me was accepting Jesus as my Savior. Yeah, changed as a person who I am, made me a better person, made me better at life.
1: Okay, I love it. That's awesome, uh, G. I think uh, I think ask G anything. AGA round two was pretty good. I've still got more questions, but we're gonna stop it on this one. We're gonna stop it here for now. Thank you for. Uh, Thank you for answering and being open and thanks for sharing some, obviously there were some fun moments in there. So thank you for that.
0: Awesome, man. Hey, thanks for joining me today.
1: Of course, everybody, if you want to uh, connect with us more, you can find us on all the socials at CrossFit Edwardsville. You can also go to CrossFitEdwardsville.com when you're ready to have a conversation with G or one of the team members on how to look better, feel better, and perform better in your life. Uh, go ahead and click the book that no sweat conversation with us at CrossFitEdwardsville.com. G, again, thanks so much, my man. I'll let you sing us out.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, have yourselves a beautiful day and a championship day.